You're listening to Yes We Can, your favorite student-led podcast, bringing you voices for gender equity and inequality, while inspiring youth to stand up for what they believe in. Thanks for listening. Hi guys, uh, welcome to the Yes We Can podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Zoe. And we are here today with... Deborah Acosta. And Imani Vaughn. Pleasure to have you with us today, ladies. So um, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? I don't think anybody knows yeah. who you guys are. Yet. For our listeners. Yeah. For our listeners. <laughs> they just know your names right now. <laughs> so my name is Deborah Acosta. Um, why am I here in San Leandro doing this amazing podcast working with you? Um, because up until about a year ago, I was the chief innovation officer for the city of San Leandro, really working to build a tech and innovation ecosystem. During that time, I, it, it, it became very clear to me that citizens of San Leandro, especially young people, were not engaged in this transformation that the city was undergoing, uh, what we're calling a smart city tech transformation, a lot about technology, right? And it's going to impact all of our lives, but you guys were not engaged in this conversation. So when I left the city a year ago, I created my own company. We accelerate women's impact. We excel. And one of the key goals behind what I'm doing is to create awareness, whether it's awareness about gender equity, because it's clear to me that um, the, gender, uh, the gender equation is intensely skewed towards white males, and anybody else is having a difficult time engaging in this very important transformation. So I'm here so that um, we can give a voice to young people, and to really engage them in this transformation that's happening. And because of that, uh, Imani Vaughn is working with us on this because she has a lot more experience in this stuff than I do. Um, so Imani, why don't you tell, tell everyone what it is that you're doing here? Right, okay, so as she said, um, I'm Imani. I am a college student at Laney College and I'm studying business and media broadcasting. Um, I kind of got into this because when I was in high school, I was the program director for our high school radio station. I also was an on-air personality. Um, I also was in a business club and president of No that talents here whatsoever. <laughs> and <Just> president. <laughs> <laughs> but I found a huge interest in media and business and watching young people get involved with all of those things. And I felt like there wasn't a dedicated platform for something like that. So luckily, I met Deb, and she allowed me to kind of pitch this idea about how about we have a student podcast, and, and here we are, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, that's how it happened. So what motivated the both of you to reach out to the youth in the way that you have? Iman, you go for it first. Okay. This is your idea. <laughs> so for me, it was definitely how I felt a lack of representation with my voice throughout high school. Um, I know that from the school I came from, people tried to understand students, but there wasn't really anyone taking students seriously. And so I dedicated a lot of time to going back to the school. I ended up getting rehired at my old high school to work as a co-teacher for radio. And I saw a lot of students there with a lot of potential, but who were too scared to try to get involved at the school. So I kind of stepped away and was like, if there were a platform where someone who felt like they weren't comfortable in a large setting could like intimately speak about how they feel, then like the world could change. And that's kind of why I wanted to involve youth and people around my age or younger than me to get involved with this podcast. 
we stand. And, and she convinced me. Um, clearly, uh, social media has a, has a significance in today's world that it did not have when I was growing up. While I experienced discrimination, people not listening to me, etc., there was never a way to get a young person's voice out there. Today, with the impact of social media, with the amazing equipment that I'm looking at in this studio that transforms our, you know, our thoughts to our words, that sends it out over the waves, uh, the airwaves, this is a very powerful tool to, to create um, movement in, in terms of gender equity and starting to, to really uh, address those issues that young people are very aware of. I mean, LGBTQ wasn't even a thing when I was up until what? 20, 30 years ago wasn't even a thing for us. When I was growing up, to have a person of a, even a different gender than male or female, like, I don't even, how could you even address that? It's like, it didn't even make any sense. Today, we now understand the reality of that. And we embrace it because that diversity and including that diversity in everything we do brings a much more rich experience to the world. Additionally, in business, you're going to be build a more sustainable business and more profitable business when you have a more diverse uh, set of people on your team. So that's really the awareness that I create that I would like to create here with Amani's idea. I'll really empower you young people to really speak your mind about things that are important and really to help teach us, the older folks. Speaking of accomplishments and what we hope to achieve. Uh, what's one thing specifically that we're hoping to achieve down the road when everything's all set up and running and blah, 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 blah? Go for it. <laughs> oh, I think about this a lot. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, I really am excited for you guys. Definitely um, a strong brand that is, like when you see Yes We Can, you think of strong independent students who are speaking for something that they want and to develop a full social media platform where other students, young people, even older people can kind of go to to get a better understanding of what our generation is like. That's essentially like my big goal for you guys. And because I've always been about business development and entrepreneurship, I'd like to see this become sustainable. So I know Amani has a lot of ideas that we'd like to, I'd like to support in terms of creating a brand that starts generating revenues. So whether it's sponsorships, how, whatever it is that we do, but that we create teaching you all how to run a business is basically what it is. Um, so it's not just a podcast, but it's how do we create something that's sustainable um, for you all so that you can feel proud of it and then take those skills into your own world as you move forward with your lives. That's what I would like to ultimately take from this. All right. Wow, that's very inspiring. Not gonna <laughs> um. So now you all know I have high expectations for you. Right. And oh my God, I'm not intimidated in any way. <laughs> um. So uh, what was your guys' like journey to get where you are today? Like what were your, like what obstacles did you like have to go through to get where you are today basically? Well, I'm, I'm a little older than the mm -hmm. rest of you, so there was quite a few obstacles, <laughs> quite a few obstacles. I was born in a time where um, women just pretty much didn't have a, much of a voice mm -hmm. growing up. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've experienced uh, a lot of things that, you know, many women will experience in their lives, whether it's, whether it's rape, whether it's just um, a workplace experience that feels very misogynistic and not supportive, places that I didn't feel like I belonged. 
So that has been the experience of much, much of my life. So the, my journey here has been observing that it's kind of ridiculous that 50% or more, if you start taking into account that there are other genders, are actually um, not being allowed to fully participate in the economic growth, in economic growth, so that they can't really take care of themselves, right? Because they have to earn more money to pay the same rent that a white guy would have to do. Right. So, so my experience in life has been taking on challenges, trying to find a way to promote, to, to, to promote women especially into the world that I've increasingly been inhabiting, which is technology. Going to conferences, seeing long lines out of the men's bathroom, being able to easily walk into the woman's bathroom and going, there's a problem here. This is not an experience I'm used to having at an event, right? right? Literally. Um, so we need to ensure that there is a diverse engagement in, in our world and in our leadership, whether it's in politics, whether it's in business, whether it's just in our communities. Um, we need to encourage louder voices. We need to, not louder voices, but voices, a more diverse set of voices that are, that are more engaged in what it is that we're trying to do in this world, which is to create a world that really um, uh, benefits really everyone economically. So that, that's my thing. I always bring it back to business because, honestly, we all have to live. Right. Hey, and who doesn't like money? And who doesn't like money? It makes life a lot more uh, uh, interesting and fun, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. Yeah. Well, I would say definitely my obstacles um, to get where I am today have been a lot of personal obstacles. Um, I'm a black woman who is like a daughter of an immigrant and we definitely did not live in a very nice area. Like we grew up in South Hayward. My mom and I like lived in a cottage. And for me, that was more so like my ticket out was being able to provide for my family, not being afraid of like getting a certain job or being able to have a certain job. And my thing has always been like, I've seen other students, I've seen other kids my age or people younger than me going through the same thing and they don't handle it the way I do. And so my thing has always been like to show others that regardless of what hardships, what personal hardships there are, like you can definitely come back from that. And to be able to be like, a young black woman invested in business and media and like going to, like she said, I've been to conferences in high school and I would be the only girl on the trip and it would be like 10 different guys and it would just be like completely overwhelming and intimidating. But like to be kind of the person that's strong that other people look to is kind of how I got where I am today, I would say. Well, all right. <laughs> and, and, I, and, I, and I have to say that the immigrant experience is actually really important because oh, yeah. we don't, I also was a child of immigrants. The thing is, we don't come into this, even the United States, with any expectations because we don't have, there's no reason for us to have expectations. Right. It is, it, it's tough. I mean, you, you, your mother had a language barrier. My parents had a language barrier. My parents came here. Uh, speaking only Dutch, and they didn't have English, but they immediately had to go into situations where they were working. Um, and my mother, as a um, uh, working as a housemaid, not understanding the language, spending Christmas cooking Christmas dinner for the family and eating by herself. So I mean, the immigrant experience is very, very different for those of us. So we don't have a sense of belonging. 
we have to find our place in the world. And I think that's certainly an experience that Imani and I share. Um, we don't take things for granted <laughs> that, we're, that, this is that things yeah. are accessible to us because we know, in fact, that unless we really fight for it, they won't be. Mm. In the, I mean, we've already kind of mentioned this, but in the broadest of senses, um, you know, we, we achieve all of our goals. Everything goes perfectly smoothly. The sound on this podcast is audible. Where will we be in this podcast? What is our golden, what does our golden city look like? Or Eden. Yeah. That's, the, that's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we could address it. How do you see this growing? Yeah. It, as yes. we're building a sustainable business, <laughs> that's what right? I mean. Mm -hmm. Where where would you where where could we grow this from here? Okay, Ronnie? I was going for like a more fantasy vibe with you. Know, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. The book that, the you can book also book. do that. You can yeah. also like. Yeah, I meant like. And then when our, we, what's our ideal? The book that I'm reading just talks like that, so yeah. I just sort of picked up. Yeah, you pick it up. And when we take up. over Mars, what yeah, will yeah, that yeah. look like? Exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. exactly. I definitely see this growing into something that is, like, we have. You guys, and for example, if you're staying around, like teaching younger students, middle schoolers, and kind of inviting them in and creating um, essentially like a nonprofit program for younger individuals who want to step into this world but have no guidance or no money to like join programs and stuff like that. So, really creating a strong foundation um, where we can bring younger people in and teach them about podcasting and what it's like to speak and feel like you're being listened to, essentially. Yeah. I'm with yeah. her. <laughs> well, awesome. <laughs> yes, thank you guys Thanks. so much for joining us. It was really fun talking to you guys and learning more about you and what this podcast is going to be turning into. So, yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Mm -hmm. And yes, yes we, we can. can. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.